Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. And it is going to be a comics day because as of recording this right now, it is officially Batman Day. And you know we love Batman here on the Crossover Podcast. Um, we've got a little new kind of branch off series planned. And I've been listening to the last couple of pods, you know what I'm about to say. But I'm going to go ahead and announce it officially for all of our listeners out there. Uh before I do, joining me today for the first introduction of this new series of little mini kind of branch off episodes we're going to be doing, Mike Leapock. How's it going, Mike? It's going very well. Thanks for having me. Ah, no problem. Great to have you here for, for the first of this, this new series that we're going to be doing. So what we're going to be doing is this is the 25th anniversary of the debut of what I consider to be the greatest television show of all time, the Batman animated series, which debuted back in 1992. Um... And apparently, like, today's Batman Day, which is crazy, so it's very fitting that we're recording this on Batman Day. And just to give you a little background on how this podcast got started, I basically, this podcast, the Crossover Podcast has two fathers of the podcast, hence why it's it's a sports and, and comics kind of, and pop culture kind of podcast. The first father of this podcast is the Bill Simmons, or BS Report, or whatever you want to call it. He's He's had a bunch of names for his, because he's had to change various locations from which he's done the pod over the the many years he's done it over a decade now i think um yeah he's the first father of his podcast where he would uh make jokes about sports and do nfl gambling spreads with with uh, cousin sal and and he would make pop culture references and he has this really great series that i highly recommend for you lee pot called the rewatchables where they kind of do a little bit of what we do on this podcast where they go and they they uh discuss and and talk about the lighter side of old movies like but you know great rewatchable movies like they recently did speed and uh silence of the lambs and i know you're oh, a big nice. you're a big silence of the lambs fan and they i sure am they joke about did you know that they were originally gonna do and i learned that from from this from bill Simmons rewatchables podcast did you know that they were gonna initially have uh her strut as the tuck scene tuck dance scene song from silence of the lambs oh god i but, know like that's terrible. <laughs> that, that, that's terrible. That, like that sounds like a ridiculous idea. Like take away the Oscars if you if you get rid of Q Lazarus, right? Like I say you go back and take away the Oscars if, if they'd <laughs> if they'd have done that, actually. Um the other father of this podcast is Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman podcast, which has changed over the years. Um and I and I do still like it, but um now he basically uses Fat Man on Batman to update and review nerd stuff like we do on this show where he reviewed he recently reviewed Defenders and and uh oh, it was the last Marvel movie that came out, you know, Guardians 2 and and the Spider-Man movie and whatnot, which is again what we do on these on this podcast. So those were definitely the two fathers of this podcast, but Kevin Smith originally the Fat Man on Batman podcast was got me hooked because what he used to do, the original format for that show was he would bring on people who had connections to the character of Batman, hence why it was called Fat Man on Batman. So, um if you go back and you listen to the early stories on that feed and early podcasts on that feed, he does like interviews with Mark Hamill, Arlene Sorkin and you know, other Paul Dini, who's the creator and actually wrote the episode that you chose to do a commentary track on uh, today. And and he wrote all pretty much all of the greatest episodes. You know, Bruce Tim, he did an interview with. It was ex- it, like it's it's a really excellent pod. And and those two. And honestly, I think halfway through listening to Kevin Smith talk about Paul Dini, because Craig and I, who does you know a lot of the sports and foot and, and all the football stuff that we do on this uh, on this website, Craig and I had been talking for years about wanting to do a podcast similar to Bill Simmons. 
And then one day I was listening. I was just driving around town, probably listening to one of Kevin Smith's interviews, I think with Mark Hamill or Paul Dini or Kevin Altieri or whoever it was. And I finally was just so enthralled with the conversation they were having about, and I'm pretty sure it was about the Batman animated series, that I was just like, that was the moment where I was like, Fuck it, we're doing this. We've been like, we've been, we've, you know, it was time to shit or get off the pot for us with this podcast. I've been talking about doing it for years, and finally, I, I figured out how to do it. And we've been recording for a couple of years now, and and we've been having a hell of a lot of fun doing that. And to kind of pay tribute to something that helped inspire this podcast and was one of the main reasons I wanted to start a podcast was my love for for comic books and and comic book related material and specifically this animated series the ni- the 90s Batman animated series and maybe we'll move along to Justice League afterward but for now we're just going to focus on the the Batman 90s animated series and what we plan on doing is I'm going to sit down one on one maybe you know one, two, three people in a room. I don't. I don't want to get too heavy. Except maybe if we ever do critters episode, then I'll want us all in the room and drunk for that. If we ever do a commentary track to the most reviled and horrible episode of the Batman animated series, because even the greatest animated series of all has a swing and a mess. <laughs> Lee Park. <laughs> um, so yeah, what we're going to be doing is sitting down one on one with pretty much everyone who's ever guested on this podcast and a few people from some other podcasts who's expressed interest to in this. And I am going to sit down and. They are going to pick their favorite episode of the 90s Batman animated series because we're all junkies. And we're going to record a little commentary track over top of it and just talk about why we love that episode. So, Mike Leapock, without further ado, adieu, in it, or adieu in French, um, why don't you kick us off, tee it up for the first episode of our Batman the Animated Series commentary track series that we're going to do. And let us know the episode that you chose and why you chose it. Well, uh, for this, I chose the episode Almost Got Him. Woo! And it was kind of a, a toss-up for me between this and a few other episodes. Because really, this show, I find, has... There's, uh, there's, there's episodes that move along the plot. And, you know, those are kind of few and far between. Because it's an extremely episodic thing, which is good. Um, there are episodes that are kind of filler that's just like a formulaic you know new villain comes up batman figures it out batman you know defeats them or whatever end of episode and then there are two episodes that really really stand out to me and they're the really dramatic episodes um things like heart of ice and uh clay um feet of clay and uh, episodes like that where like they, they can be origin stories, but they're really, really heavy on the drama. They're very, very serious. And then there are episodes that are just really, really silly and fun. And I think my favorite of those is has got to be Almost Got Him. And it's an episode that really focuses on the villains instead of Batman. And you actually get to see them interacting, which is a really interesting thing that you'd never you don't really get to see a lot in the series. It's pretty rare that the villains actually get together. Like, obviously, they all know each other. They're part of this. They're not actually part of a cabal, but, you know, they have this brotherhood of being the guys that all get beat on by Batman. So uh, you rarely see them get together. But when they do, it's just a really interesting interaction, because one thing about Batman in general is that he has fantastic villains. 
like this series it's like the comics series movies whatever they the villain the batman villains are really really great and this episode has a whole load of them and you get to see it's kind of like a whole bunch of mini episodes of the batman uh crammed into one so it's very very dense there's a ton of content and it's just it's phenomenal and so i wanted to go with something fun and yeah so this is the one that i chose it's excellent i mean this is one of the all-time favorites you knew because basically when we started this and i I was kind of tossing ideas around for for uh i'm like okay everybody gets to pick one episode and we can't do multiples right so like when rob comes on rob's not allowed to do almost got him because leapock picked it so at, at the beginning it was kind of a it was a little bit of a race to see who got to almost got him first, right? Because, <laughs> yeah. like, like the, there were certain episodes where it was like, basically, all right, we're gonna sprint, and if you get there first, you can have it, right? Like, because obviously, but I mean, there's there's no shortage of, of great episodes, but this one in particular is is just one of the all time great episodes because it's like you suggested, it's basically it's basically the villains' night out, right? Like, it's yeah. it's it's the, the the villains' night out, and of course, what are the villains gonna do when they get together? <laughs> you know, and and over over a game of poker like we're about to watch. Of course, they're gonna fucking talk about Batman, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's it's well, just it's great because um like I haven't watched the show until very recently mm-hmm. since the '90s when it was on TV. Like I loved the show as a kid, absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic, and I watched it all the time whenever <laughs> I could. If Batman was on, I was watching it. And uh, when you initially suggested this to me, I was like. I initially kind of panicked a little bit. I was like, God, I don't remember any of the friggin' episodes. And I started thinking, I was like, which ones do I remember? And a few stuck out to me. And this was one of them. This was one where I was like, I remember really, really liking that episode. And, and then I started, I borrowed all the DVDs from a friend of mine and I started rewatching them. And then as soon as I got to this one, as soon as I finished, I was like, yep, that's the one dust my hands of it. Like I had a list of like maybes and I was like, knocks it out of the park i'm taking it i'm texting pierce right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just like this show just it holds up so well like it's just it 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 really remarkably really holds it because like the way they stylized it where everyone's kind of dressed like it's the 50s and the car kind of looks like it's you know all the cars yeah yeah yeah. it's all like the um uh like basically prohibition era kind of criminals yeah and that whole um uh, that that whole uh, the Untouchables kind of era and all yeah. that stuff. It's Men just... wear hats and the women wear dresses and stuff like that. Like it's it's just the, the stylizing it like that. I think was just a brilliant stroke. Obviously, because it helps with the film noir. Yeah, because if they styled it at all nineties ish, yeah. then it would be completely dated. Yeah, like but it, of... it actually has held up remark. Like honestly, that was the other thing I thought at the beginning of this rewatch mm-hmm. when I put on the first episode. I was like, I haven't seen this show in like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, is it going to be terrible? Yeah. <laughs> like I was terrified. Yeah. And then it started and that opening sequence, the just the opening credits, uh the, you know, the intro sequence and my heart was pounding and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's so good. I'm so <laughs> happy right now." And the, the whole thing was scored with Elfman with Danny Elfman's like amazing friggin' intro. Yeah. And then uh I I um I was watching it with with my wife Liz and she's never seen the show before and afterwards like we were both like that was really good. <laughs> 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 the first episode, like, Let's put another on. <laughs> yeah. 
Because even like, if I remember correctly, I think the first one is the Man Bat episode, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first episode is the Man Bat episode. Yeah, and the realize the reason Man versus Man Bat. <laughs> yeah, the the real the, the the big giveaway of how you know if I remember correctly, and I know I remember correctly, the big giveaway in that episode of <laughs> of how you know it's the first episode is when Batman leaves the Bat Cave. You get all sorts of glory shots of the Batmobile, right? And then it's like, which they never did again, right? But because it was the first episode, they're like, let's get all these glamour shots of bat of the Batmobile leaving the Batcave, right? And it's just like, after that, it was like, all right, we don't need any more of those. Right? Can you imagine if they did that on like episode like seventy? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, people are upset that we haven't seen the Batmobile yet. Give them a wide shot, right? <laughs> so good. Um. So without further ado, why don't why don't we get this started? The uh, line up your I don't know if it's on Netflix. I want to say Batman's on Hulu in the states or something like that. Either way, we can't get it up here in Canada. Um, but uh, plug in your DVDs, your Blu-rays, streams, whatever you got to do. Get it to the beginning of the episode. Almost got him, which I believe is season two or something. I don't know. It's it's weird because yeah. like bat like. It, it's it's season two. Uh, if it's on your DVDs, yeah. If you have the Batman um, complete series DVDs, mm-hmm. it's on disc uh, seven. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's on somewhere in there. But anyway, the episode almost got him. Line it up. We got it at absolute zero, and we are hitting play right now. So the Warner Brother shield is up, and we are on our way. And I always love the way it faded into the the police blimps. That was another thing we didn't discuss was just the police blimps. But just the whole thing starts with Elfman's score here. And then and yeah. this this was actually the song they used for the 1989 Batman uh, intro, like because Elfman obviously yeah. you know Elfman yeah Danny Elfman did all the music for that. Movie. Yeah, well, him and Prince, but like Prince, but. Prince didn't. Prince scored a bunch of the scenes with Prince songs in the 1989 Batman. Like, but other than Bat Dance, he didn't really. <laughs> you you could tell Prince never actually watched Batman or saw any of the footage of the movie while he was making <laughs> the songs for it because he was just like, I'm just gonna be Prince and I'm gonna make movies and they'll use whatever in in the Batman uh, series. But yeah, we just watched Batman beat the shit out of those guys on the roof. I mean, this intro is still timeless. Oh my god! And, and let's... Uh, I was gonna say the the music is gonna come back up because Shirley Walker. Oh my uh, god! Like an amazing job in the show. Yeah, the title card is Paul Dini, who's just one of the all time friggin' greats, and and just the creator of Harley Quinn, and we'll obviously get to the Harley Quinn uh, origin episode, her first appearance down the line. So don't worry, folks who are like, how could you not do the first car like Harley Quinn appearance first? It's like whatever. We're just everyone's picking their favorite. Uh, Penguin. So here we've got uh, a freaking fantastic intro where yeah. you get this introduction of all the villains, but just by just by framing their hands. Yeah. I always thought it was weird that like Two Face keeps the useless deuce. Fucking yeah. brilliant. <laughs> He's gotta keep the two. Yeah. Hey, look, he gets another one. The Joker, Joker here just cheats right away. Yeah, right away. <laughs> just immediately. I always I always thought it was weird that they did the penguin. Apparently, they had to follow the. Um, Tim Burton, because this came out in 1992, which is right off the heels of the Tim Burton Two Face drinking half and half. Two Face drinking half and half. Fucking <laughs> brilliant. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> like I could, I could live a thousand years and not write a joke that brilliant. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, what if we had Two Face drink half and half in this scene? <laughs> it's just like, god damn it, man. And 
Uh, yeah, apparently, the, like, because this is right off the heels of Batman Returns, right? Which is a garbage movie that we need to yeah. perform a, con- uh, a commentary track to. But so, apparently, because that was so close to this release, they were told that they, and you know, I don't presume to know, but I, I'm pretty sure I heard Bruce Tim mention this or something, probably in one of the interviews he did with Kevin Smith, was that they had to do, they had to keep Penguin close to the, the... Batman Returns version, the, like the the Tim Burton one, which was dumb because he was basically like a sewer rat penguin guy. It was just, yeah. Batman Returns does not hold up. I'm really glad that they... I, I gotta point this out. This is one of my favorite scenes in the entire episode where in the background, Croc yeah. just tosses a guy and steals yeah. his chair. Yeah. <laughs> but is it's it Killer Croc? such a stark Croc? background with nothing else going on, and then <laughs> just in the background, you got that little play. Yeah, oh, and just the pastels of, of the background and the scene are just are so friggin' brilliant. And just, yeah. man. Mark Hamill doing the voice of the Joker, as always. Yeah. God. Everything about this is just yeah. Their their penguin character in the show mm-hmm. is just is such a stark comparison and so good. <laughs> yeah, like the way the way he's he's the gentleman of crime, like he's always been, right? Where where yeah, Danny DeVito's was like a weird sex pig penguin. It's like well, it was we... just like honestly, it was like Danny DeVito playing the penguin. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, you know anything about Danny DeVito? Yeah, it's just like so weird. It's like Frank from Inside in Philadelphia was the penguin. <laughs> exactly. So here we are in Ivy's almost Gotham Batman story, and this is this is a little bit of a reference to the Long Halloween. Apparently, um, again, I don't want to presume to know, but I believe Paul Dini. I remember him saying on like. Uh, Kevin Smith's podcast was that the original idea for this was uh, it was going to be Christmas themed and yeah yeah I did yeah. hear that yeah, yeah. and, Har- and, and uh, Harley it's going to be Christmas trees that are blowing up yeah and and but uh, I I actually like this better and the fact that they gave uh, Ivy this for whatever reason they they drew her barefoot and in a like black one piece for this I always thought she gets well, it's her Halloween costume exactly yeah she gets her her weird weird Halloween oh outfit. my god I love that. Yeah. That is something that you do not see very often in Batman, which is him straight up punching a woman in the face. Yeah, and well, and <laughs> just give it a second. Uh, in a minute, Batman will try to run Poison Ivy over with his car. This is not... Because here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Ivy's not really close to getting Batman here. If this is her almost yeah. got him story, this is not... that. Like, come on, <laughs> Ivy. you got to lie a little bit and say he was yeah. like coughing up blood or something because yeah yeah actually you know what i have a different theory about that uh yeah. about the, the this whole thing so he hits one button yeah and his car turns on right mm-hmm. the car then chases down poison ivy look at this just chases she's, her down she's outrunning this car by the, the way pole, yeah like look crashes, at that <laughs> and then oh, good lord <laughs> Throws her into a flaming pumpkin patch, oh, then God. turns around and picks Batman up. I like to think that that was done with one button. Yeah, that, exactly. that's what the car was programmed to do. Yeah, that's First, how. Go run down that bitch, and then come and back, then come pick me up. Yeah, and bring me my gas mask. And she's yeah. like, "I almost got him." He nods. just he just looks her down and is like, "You weren't even really close." And she's like, "And that's how I almost got him." And the Joker's like, "Yeah, you were close with your exploding pumpkins, right?" Yeah. It's so good. That was. Oh God. Does Batman ever not fall for the exploding gas? Um, not in this series. No, he he has to in order for it to. Someone tries to shoot him with gas. Mm -hmm. I love this. This is great because this is the origin of the giant penny in the uh, in the Batcave, right? 
there is a little bit of a continuity error in this, though, because uh, Two-Face takes his belt right here. And then it's back. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, two, yeah, and then later, yeah, later. Because I mean, obviously, stuff gets lost, and we won't hold it against them. It was the '90s. It was still kind of hand drawn. Probably a little bit of computer generated stuff. Not a lot, though. Very, very primitive compared to what we have today. Probably using cells like crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so obviously, the right kind of position. Yeah. So we'll just redo it. Exactly. So obviously, later. Hey, look, yeah. Got more two. Two things got a four. I see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the origin of the giant penny. This is so good. Although Batman probably kills. <laughs> You'll see later. He probably kills two of his henchmen. Probably. Although I guess it's not really on Batman, but, uh, you know, it's one of those, like, maybe you could see. <laughs> Trying to run underneath the penny, as we'll just see in a second here. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking ridiculous plan. This is one thing why I really like this series, yeah. and this episode in particular, because it's not a real Batman series unless... There's an absolutely ridiculously insane plan to kill Batman. And what's more insane than tying him to a giant penny and launching him into the air? (laughs) It's brilliant. And then the best thing after this, okay, one of my favorite lines is when they're making fun of the penguin for his his plan. And I was like, what? You just tied him to a giant penny. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is no leg to stand on here. Yeah. So Batman here gets out of the penny by uh, cutting himself loose with the coin. Yeah. Gets himself free. And... There's the... Yeah, see, his his belt was back there in that shot. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and the belt's back, of course. And then... Bong! Yeah, those two guys are dead. Those two guys are absolutely dead. (laughs) That's so bad. (laughs) And here's Batman once again using a vehicle to take out the guys in one of these almost got him stories. As he... Man, Batman's really good with the forklift, eh? Just left them <laughs> up, didn't skewer them or anything like that, right? Like... Good thing he got his license. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I just, yeah. I mean, would you say Two-Face was closer or less close than uh, than Ivy was in her story? I think a lot He actually, like, Ivy never actually had the chance to do anything to him. Mm-hmm. Joker looking at his cards. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. There it is. This is, yeah, the the <laughs> most quoted line, I think, in the Batman animated series is about to yes. come up. But I'm going to be honest. Now, obviously, we know. Sp- yeah. Spoiler alert that this is Batman basically playing up the fact that he was. Uh... I love the stare. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a deadpan. Although. And then... Yeah. yeah that's brilliant but i mean let's think about it let's think killer croc throwing a rat at batman or a rock at batman just as close to killing him as the other two stories we just heard to be perfectly honest right exactly batman at least had to dodge the rock i assume right like like batman was probably like whoa that nearly got me right Oh god, it's so brilliant. I think the big difference between say uh yeah. Poison Ivy's and Two-Face is oh. that Poison uh Two-Face if like he had Batman tied down, he had him if he had actually just pulled out a gun and shot him in the face, he'd yeah. be dead. Yeah, but you know, But Poison ask. Ivy tried to do that basically right away. As soon as Batman was incapacitated, yeah. she tried to take his mask off, which is, you know, kind of the same thing, and he just freaking decked her yeah like she was never close no <laughs> like as soon as she tried to actually accomplish anything he just punched her in the face 
This actually... And then almost ran over with a car. Yeah. This, I actually like. Penguin's plan actually... Like, Penguin actually put some thought into this also, plan, you know? Also, sprayed with gas again. Yeah, true. Although, I guess it was more of a... Uh, what? Like a perfumey type scent or whatever? Because he says yeah. later that the... Because, spoiler alert, he's about to attack Batman with some poisonous hummingbirds, and apparently they're attracted to the scent that he just sprayed him with. But, I mean, you know... Penguins put in a little thought here. Um, I, I gotta say, like, he's put in a lot of thought. Yeah, this like he is, did this a is classic comic book villain. Exactly, shit. did a little Where, planning. You know, yeah, like not doing ridiculous stuff like just tying him to a penny, mm. or which is still ridiculous. But this is like super ridiculous, as in like, oh, love this. <laughs> These. They're saying he has no drama. Like, yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, fucking penny. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm about to attack him with poison hummingbirds. And then, like, there's a giant bird that's going to kick him away. That apparently exists in real life. I don't well, know what type of bird it is. They're all, like, they're saying that he's too, too dramatic for yeah. having, like, this... oh, my God. Yeah. I freaking love you, Yeah, this episode is so good. They're just, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, <laughs> friggin' like, and these things you'll see them later. But I, I'm really surprised they get away with it. You'll you'll see it in a minute when the giant bird attacks Batman. I can't believe they got this pat past uh, uh broadcast uh what is it broadcast of standards and practices or BS and P whatever the hell you want to call it. But yeah, the uh, this episode actually has a lot of that stuff. Yeah, there's a few in here like Batman punching her I, Ivy. Yeah, face like that's. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you don't see his face, his fist landing on her, but yeah. it's, like if, if if we did that, this episode would never air. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But I mean, like Batman, you'll see in a minute. Like this giant, there's a giant bird that clocks him, and apparently this bird exists in real life. Whatever this yeah. like freaky looking thing is, and the the cassowary, I think it's called, or, or yeah. something like that. Apparently that bird, Google it. Apparently it, it exists in real life. But Batman, I know a little bit of. Hey, look at that. He's yeah, a little bit of blood there. Like... Yeah, they got some blood there. They, so they got some blood pads. Like, but Batman actually picks up one of those hummingbirds in a minute. Like it's a hypodermic needle right here. And just stabs this fucker right in the leg. Like, look at this. He just stabbed him. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, so Batman. Poor bird. Yeah, like Batman probably killed that bird. I like to think Batman, after antidoting himself, went back and antidoted the... Uh, the bird <laughs> he was just like well, he did say that one stab isn't too bad yeah that's true that it's only like three or four or five or six where really bad stuff is gonna happen so i think that's how they get away with it. yeah i'm just I mean, it's just poor treatment of that little bird <laughs> yeah it's just i cannot believe that they got like but i mean you can see the penguin put a little effort into that plan right he's like listen i'm gonna lure batman to the aviary i'm gonna spray him with this thing the hummingbirds don't take him out. I got my black backup plan of this cassowary that I hope will just beat that. <laughs> That'll just beat him up like some sort of deranged ostrich, right? Like, oh man, late night Gotham. So this is such a brilliant sequence. I love that they did this sequence in black and white. I really do. And there she is, Harley Quinn, everybody, the great Arlene Sorkin. Uh, as this, this is great because it's this really shows the ability of this and yeah. how every episode was actually. This little, you this little horn shot later when he bends over. It's it. Yeah, <laughs> plays like the tuba noise or something. Yeah, when he like. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, this is brilliant. Yeah. Oh. Also, the Joker is so good at uh, kidnapping the band that they're like, 
<laughs> they know what to do when he turns to be messed over. Yeah. Well, you see later that Harley is apparently the band member because she gives him like a rim shot later or something. So she's basically she's basically his uh, Paul Schaefer <laughs> for this thing as he's as he's clearly t- right there. <laughs> uh, I love freaking Harley. Anyway. God, yeah, the Joker yet again taking over the airwaves. He did this all the time. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's such a brilliant trope. Yeah, like ah. Uh, we're falling into the trap of watching it because it's so fucking good. It's the, yeah, it's it's the just problem. Like this, it, it, this is a such a ridiculous plan too. Uh, yeah. One thing I did notice: Adam Peter did not actually catch up on Joker's laughs. No, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> there's more to come. Those little interstitials—they don't do those. Like, what an old reference that is, right? Those like more to come things because like they used to do that on Johnny Carson for God's sake. So like. You know, they can't all age well, right? But if you get that joke, then... then Or you get that reference, then good on you. Because it's, it's just... Man, it's a it's a hell of a reference. Ugh. Good old Stone Cold Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Harley's the talk show sidekick. Brilliant. I always thought... Because there's this moment here where... where I don't know. Did you like that the way the thing Harley was just reading to get everybody laughing, even though they're on the Joker gas, was uh, just right from the uh, the phone book. The phone book. I always thought it would be kind of funnier now, and you know, like obviously this is a brilliant episode. This is just me picking nits, is what it is. I always I always thought it would have been fun if uh, I don't know Harley was like telling bad dad jokes or something like that instead of just reading from the uh, like just just real corny. Uh, dad jokes but again that's just picking nets right either way this is brilliant sequence yeah that that would have been i mean obviously the joke is that they they'll still laugh even if yeah. they're and she's actually going to read from the phone book mm-hmm. but i think it'd be even better if like maybe she did one mm-hmm. and then was like oh you like that well how about a joke and then she tells something like terrible yeah like and just... they really start laughing yeah like just just like the lamest dad joke the joker with the sausage <laughs> classic brilliant. joker yeah just, just so good sausage out of nowhere yeah and then of course adrian barbeau shows up voice of the uh the Catwoman. this is one of my all-time favorite Catwoman outfits. I really like the '90s, the the, the gray with the with the bolas on the uh, on the on the belt and the whip. Nice and simple. Yeah, exactly. Very minimalist, and it and it works because she's gray and black along with Batman, right? And she's she's Batman fixated in this, yeah. which uh, is the way it's you know the 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 really good versions of Catwoman are are always Batman fixated, and she doesn't have to be a hooker in this. Like uh, whenever. Uh, Frank Miller Halle Berry's involved? Or, no, well, she wasn't a hooker in the Halle Berry one, but uh, good lord. <laughs> like, what a terrible piece of crap that was. But she wasn't even <laughs> Selena. She wasn't even Selena Kyle in that movie, though. It was like, honestly, why did they, I don't even know why they called it Catwoman, and it could have just been called, like, Cat Scratch Fever or some garbage, right? <laughs> and, that, and then that would have been the movie. Yeah. Uh, the Joker. So, technically, Joker's plan is still going on, so it's not even really... <laughs> I also like that apparently him. Joker somehow set up cameras backstage, I guess. Yeah, it's true. He's still he's... showing this on the TV. <laughs> exactly. He's like, yeah. no, no, it keeps going. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so not only did he have a recorded episode of last night's, you know, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But he's got a camera, a bunch of cameras set up with panning and everything. Mm. 
<laughs> also, he's cheated so hard, he's yeah. never placed his entire hand. Yeah. Who would play with the... And he had a joker in his hand, which, you know, yeah. you're supposed to take those out of the deck, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? Rules how to play drawn stud poker? <laughs> what a pity! like, oh, let me see those cards. Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't see anything, bro. <laughs> Joker's just scooping up the poker chips as if they're actual money. He's like, I can trade these for currency. And it's like, what? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 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 what? Okay, this is also ridiculous, man. Take Catwoman and grind her up into cat food. It's it's not really, uh, like, it's not really, and this is, oh, this is great. Kevin Conroy, yeah. I mean, this this thing right here, it literally, it makes no sense. Like, like just literal meaning a storyline wise it makes no sense but fuck is that brilliant that shot right there it holy works. hell yeah it's Crocs it's gaze there so angry like yeah cold, cold eyed batman gaze. yeah it is just it, it 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 works on so many levels i mean like i said like storyline like just actual as a literary device it makes no sense but it's just so fucking awesome that's like who cares right like, yeah. it's just and then all the cops were there, which means earlier when Batman, as you pointed out, beat up the one guy and stole his chair, it's great because it means they were all committed to the bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he just goes up to him and he's like, all right, try to land soft. Boom! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. And there she is, the great Harley Quinn. Would you say right now, gun to your head, would you say Harley Quinn or Batman is the most popular character in DC Comics right now. Right now? It's a I'm... tough one. Like, right now, 2017. Batman Day, uh, September 23rd, 2017. In terms of Halloween costumes, it's gotta be Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, in terms of cosplay, she's the most overplayed, co- overdone cosplay that there is. But, uh, keep them coming. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Exactly, I'm not, I'm not the one complaining. I'm just pointing it out as as the, the obvious thing. But it's just like... A friend of mine on Facebook, but I'm not even sure if she's actually a real Batman fan. Mm-hmm. Her and, like, four friends all went as Harley Quinn, and I'm like, I'm okay with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I mean, and they've got so many iterations. It's, God, it's so awesome. We're going to do a Harley Quinn episode down, the, like, one of the Harley-centric episodes down the line, obviously. They were but... all booty shirt, booty shorts, uh, yeah. Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, from the video games. <laughs> yes. This is brilliant, Batman. She's like, you can't save us both, Batman. You're like, you can't do both, Batman. And he's oh, just freaking like... blades, I have to say. <laughs> yes. Although, I, okay, about that, what yeah. if that had been a light switch, Batman? Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> what knows. If that was an alarm or something. It's just, uh, I, I just love it how those switches just are. There's always a master off switch. Yeah, but it, it's Batman too. Batman, Batman would just know. He would just know where the master switch is in the cat food factory in case he yeah. ever needed to, right? Like that's he's just so well prepared. <laughs> I love the way they they draw Batman's like. Look at his nose here, right here. Like look at how like like he actually looks like a bat. Like I'm sure bats don't have noses like that, but I just really like that gargoyle like nose. <laughs> He does. Bats do not have noses like no that. at all, all at like, all. They're but dub things. Yeah, I just like I just love that weird like, and then of course she punctuates it by saying "almost got him." <laughs> the yeah. title of the episode, ladies and gentlemen, so good and so and there. Then you get your fifth real story. Yeah, and there you have it. The uh, so you know Catwoman, another villain, tells the story about how God, just so fucking brilliant and. Man, I'm I'm excited to do more of these, man. So that so they're 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 as the credits come to a close, we uh, finish our first and what we hope will be many 
many episodes of of the Batman and just recording these. We're like we're gonna do a bunch of these because I don't know when we're gonna they're they're all gonna come out. Obviously, I wanted one today for for Batman Day. I don't I don't know when we're gonna do more. I'm sure we'll get Leapock on for more because you know what one I want to do I want to do Mask of, I want to do a, a a full commentary track to Mask of the Phantasm. Like the big, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the big full length feature that they did. Cause that one, I don't know if you've watched that in, in recently, but it's, I, I, I remember renting it from yeah. Blockbuster. That's when I watched yeah, it. Yeah. Which All is right? a very old fashioned <laughs> sentence, very old fashioned sentence, but, uh, yeah. On man. VHS. Oh yeah. Me too. I, whatever. I, it wasn't even Blockbuster. Cause this is back when, remember when we used to have local independent video stores? Oh, yeah. Bef- it might've been screenplay. Yeah. Before friggin' it, it, like mine, cause I lived in a small town when that movie came, when that came out. So I would have been like, uh, I want to say. Yeah, because it, it, Mask of the Phantasm came out in like 93 or 94. I want to say 93. Yeah. Which uh, means I still would have been living in the small town about an hour outside of London, one of those towns with less than 1,500 people in it, and everybody knew everybody. Really, really small-ass town. And you had your local video store owned by, you know, Jim Bob Cooter, right? Yep. And you went there and you rented all your video games and your your... What and I would have rented Mask of the Phantasm on VHS from there and and loved the shit out of it. So, uh, man, renting video games that down that's a throwback. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was almost got him. The uh, first episode of in in a long line of again. I don't know when when the rest are going to come out. We're basically going to do these whenever we have free time. So it's going to be an ongoing thing that we have with with the podcast. I'm sure we'll probably get Leapock on to do a couple. Ooh, excuse me to do a couple more because uh but that was your all-time favorite episode almost got him and god what a masterpiece it was i'm 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 probably gonna watch like four or five more episodes after this because <laughs> now i'm now i'm juiced man i just uh mm. what were some of your other favorites uh when you when you were re-watching it um i really liked um, the like the the Mr. Freeze episode, the Heart mm-hmm. of Ice. That yeah, Paul. That was another um, Paul Dini one. That was yeah, yeah. The, the Paul Dini stuff is really great. That was the... I, I really liked um, mm-hmm. one I watched recently was Who Killed the Batman. Oh yes, Car- the man, the man who killed Batman. The man who killed Batman. That was one when my when I told my wife we were doing this. Uh, this is a funny story. She basically went into. I, I, you know, I was like, we're doing this and, and you've got to come on in an episode. And she, and she was like, well, which episode do I do? And I'm like, pick your favorite. And she basically, the second I said, pick your favorite, she immediately went into basically the scene from a beautiful mind where she's writing equations on the wall and shit <laughs> and just losing her mind, trying to figure it out. And she was like, she was basically like, we're chasing the dream. No, Joker's favorite. No, the man who killed Batman. The man who killed Batman. <laughs> and then eventually just eventually lost her mind. And, uh, uh, once she gets out of the mental institution, we're gonna. <laughs> she's gonna finally pick an episode, and she'll come on. But it's like, yeah, oh. I, I really like that one. Another, another uh, mm-hmm. two that I actually really, as I uh, both of the the ones with his with the uh, Kyoto Ken. So, oh, the samurai, the, yeah. Night, Night of the Ninja and Day mm-hmm. of the Samurai. No, like way better than they had any right to be. Those episodes, yeah, to be yeah, honest with really, you. really nice. I really remember, yeah. like, I re- I remember Day of the Samurai, just like brightest mm-hmm. day from from way back when. Mm-hmm. And uh, rewatching it, I was like, yep, nope, still still pretty good. Like mm-hmm. they were, uh, they're just really neat seeing uh, because it it's like a it, it's it's like a Batman origin episode, but it's not. Yeah. 
Like it, you just you just get this, uh, you know, because I mean, you know, Batman has all these ridiculous skills, and you're like, well, mm-hmm. how did he get so good at fighting? It's like, well, it turns out he trained in Japan for yes. however many years, like under a master. So it's uh, it's really good, and they, they there's there's a like there's a lot of respect in that episode, which is nice. And then um, uh, another thing. Maybe if we do Day of the Samurai, I should be saving it for that. But uh, whatever, I won't say it unless no, throw it, no, throw it out there. All right, right. So at the end of Day of the Samurai, um, mm. the guy—it's really, really questionable about whether or not um, you know he actually kind of dies because they're mm-hmm. they're fighting on the top of a giant volcano, of course, mm-hmm. and the volcano erupts because, of course, mm. and then uh, there's like you know this lava comes down and he kind of like at the end he's on this island. And uh, Batman's like, hey, you should uh, grab the rope and I'll, I'll pull you over to safety. And he just like throws away the rope, bows to him, acknowledging him as like a great adversary. And then there's an explosion and then the island disappears. Mm-hmm. And I, I was actually curious because I was because I don't remember the series super well. And I, I wanted to look up to see if he ever comes back. So I just I just opened up the wiki. And they said that he well, he never comes back. And that the uh, I can't remember who it was, whether it was the writer or the director of the episode said that they wanted to make I think it was the director said that they wanted to make his his death um, more explicit, like definite, like he absolutely died mm. and they had no intention of bringing him back. But the censors wouldn't let them do it. They, <sighs> they leave a question. Yeah, they would let him stab him. Batman pick up a bird and stab another bird with that bird. <laughs> <laughs> but they... So they can't let a guy get melted yeah. by lava. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so that that uh, is something to me that says like that is one of the um, few definite deaths in the series. Like they they managed to sneak quite a few in there. Mm-hmm. Those are the beauty. I'm, I'm not sure if you've like in your rewatching you've got to any of the Scarface episodes, but. Uh when they do the Scarface, cause they're not allowed to show like, obviously, obviously in, in a nineties children's show, they weren't allowed to show like henchmen getting perforated with bullets. Right. But they could take the dummy that was like Scarface dummy and just have like the ventriloquist just firing bullets at it and like <laughs> shredding it into pieces. And they were like, it's just a doll. We can get away with it. Right. It's just like, well, stuff. They, do, yeah. they do really funny things. Like, um, like when they have, uh, in, in the episode, another one that I really liked was, I can't remember the name of it, but when uh, he loses his memory and gets sold into basically slavery in the South. Oh, the Forgotten's, the Chain yeah. Gang episode. Yes, yeah, yes. Chain. I was going to bring that up earlier because that, that was their weird, like, cool hand Luke. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. That, that episode is... And he's not even... I don't even think he puts the cowl on at any point in that episode. I think he's Bruce Wayne the entire time, and it's... No, it's, no, he does at the end. After he, he escapes and Alfred finds him, then he puts the cowl right, on Right, yeah, he comes back as Batman whoop-ass, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> And um, none of them put together, like, how would Batman know we were here? But, like, but, you know... But, like, yeah. in that one, he... When he's in the mine, like, he attacks the camp, and then they chase him into the mine, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, someone sets a bunch of explosives on fire because, you know, it's Batman and something's mm-hmm. got to blow up. And he saves, like, he knocks out, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of his goons and stuff, and he ends up grabbing the main villain, and they both ride out on that ridiculous, uh, the the little, like, Push trough cart. that yeah. leads outside yeah. of the mine, and they narrowly escape, and the whole mine explodes. And I was like, I can't believe they managed to do that. There were eight guys still mm-hmm. in there that are all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them has been blown up or buried in rocks, like 100%. Like, one of them was, like, three feet away from that explosion. That guy is vaporized. 
And um, yeah, there, there's a few things like that that they managed to sneak into the series because clearly they're trying to stretch the limits, but the the censors mm-hmm. were, uh, yeah. were kind of. On I mean, obviously, we we saw in in the episode we just watched, they obviously got away with some stuff. So you know, they, yeah, it's good. The forgotten. They, they also got away with Batman being electrocuted in front of like hundred yeah, people. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's more violent than some of the episodes. That forgotten yeah, episode though. He was feeling a lot of pain. Yeah, that forgotten episode. That. I remember that episode gave me nightmares as a child. Like I, I had a tough time rewatching that one in syndication because it was just like the fat Southern race guy who was clearly like a racist Colonel Sanders archetype, right? Just yeah. who's always eating. And then like I remember they used to have like creepy chain gang music and like the, there's a scene I believe they put Bruce Wayne in like the hot box and stuff like that. And I just remember it frightening me as a child because I was like, this shit could happen in real life. This isn't. Batman fighting the Riddler and solving his riddles or the Joker with the laughing fish episode where you go like, ah, you know, like, ah, the Joker. Yeah. He's a crazy serial killer, but no one would do this in real life. Right. Like, but like a lot of that chain gang hot boxy type stuff, that shit happened in real life. Yeah, so that, I was that, just that, like, yeah, that, that's something that legit happened. Yeah. There's actually a lot of stuff. There's, there's another thing that they bring up in that same episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we should just fucking put it on, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is, um, when the the reason he went un, went into the investigation in the first place is because homeless people keep disappearing. Yeah, and he's like, but the cops they're like, yeah, the cops don't care about homeless people. Yeah, it's just and like, like we gotta, yeah, true. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. I mean, hot take, but it's it's like Jesus, man. Yeah, it's uh, he got away with some dark shit on this show, and it's it's what made it work. Like honestly, go back and watch. I I urge people to go back and watch. This show, which was critically... Like, two of the most critically acclaimed animated series of the 90s were this and the Spawn. The the HBO Spawn series. And if you try to go back, you watch this 90s Batman series, you, you watch it and you're like, okay, this is fucking brilliant. Everything about it, music, writing, stylistically, top to bottom, everything about it is fucking brilliant. And then you turn on that 90s Spawn... Holy fuck, Lee Fuck, that, that it does not hold up whatsoever, that 90s Spawn. Like stylistically it's fucking gorgeous still like even now but plotline wise it's a fucking abyss like it like that 90s spawn was i've been i've been saying for years we need to do a retrospective on that 90s spawn but uh, that'll be for another time because we're doing a really good batman 90s animated series <laughs> right now instead of uh instead of spawn so mike leapock uh thank you for being the uh the, the first one to do this with me uh this this is hopefully the beginning of of an incredible journey. We're going to release these as kind of like these, these are still going to be on the main crossover podcast feed, but I'm not going to count them as like, uh, cause I think, I think the last episode we put up was the, uh, was obviously NFL week three, which, uh, is, we, we got <laughs> great moments in gambling history on the Thursday night game with San Francisco missing a uh, two point conversion to, so, so we, we covered the spread, the three of us, right. Looking for a bounce back one. Even when we win, we were like, Oh God, <laughs> like we're having a tough one this year. But yeah, so this, this, this is not going to count as episode 170. I don't think we're going to count it as a separate feed where it'll be our, our Batman, animated series kind of commentary mini series or whatever or episode one of 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 that little thing and we're, we're gonna keep this going i don't know when episode two because it's basically gonna be when whenever uh the person who's gonna do this and i can find free time and that's easier with obviously it's easier for me to <laughs> be like with the wife and go hey you want to record that right now and if she's like sure we go all right let's do it but if you know there's there's other people where we we got to 
pick a day like a week ahead of time, book it off work and, and set up a time to meet and do it. And so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it, but it's easier because we're, we're only asking like one person at a time to get through instead of, uh, instead of many others. Right. So, uh, it's yeah. a lot easier to schedule. Yeah, it's a lot easier to schedule one person around myself than it is to to schedule. Like when we try to do the, uh, I mean, we're gonna try to do the. Uh, we we got something special planned for our Halloween episode this year, but we like I'm not gonna say what it is because I don't want to fully commit ourselves to it because we want to get a lot. <laughs> we want to get a lot of people. Lee Brock knows what it is. This yeah. is a little tease here, but we want to get a lot of people in the same room. I was do... going to say it just so that you have to go in the episode and just bleep it out somehow. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but yeah, please don't. It's but like, it's like, gonna be yeah, like we we are, are we've got something planned for our Halloween episode, which hopefully we can do in two or three weeks. But I got to figure out the format, and then I got to figure out who can be on it because I want a lot of people in the room for this one. This this would be like our one of our big like where we've got five, six, maybe even seven guys in the room at once. So it's, it's tough. Cause we gotta, we gotta figure it out and get everybody in the Buckle same room. Buckle up everyone. Day. There's going to be a lot of yelling. Yeah. Oh, that's if we can, if we can get everybody together, there's also a very good chance it'd be like a four hour podcast too. Right? <laughs> it's just, man. Yeah. But we'll, we're, we're going to try to do it. But uh, for this now, is part three of five of the 2017 Halloween episode so, coming yeah. out in January, 2018. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody say any dates on the episode. We <laughs> but it's a Halloween theme. Shut up. <laughs> oh God. All right. So, so that is it for the, the journeyman episode of our Batman animated series commentary series. I keep saying series twice. I got to come up with a different title for it. The Batman TAS commentary series, I guess. Um, Yeah. First episode almost got him. You watched it along with us. Thank you for doing that. And hopefully we can get the next one out to you in relatively speedy fashion, but uh, thank you for listening and we'll keep this going. Mike Leapock. Thank you very much for doing the, the inaugural episode with me it was it was a joy to have you and and i don't know who else i would have wanted to do this with quite frankly so uh well, thanks for having me and yeah. good night everybody yeah take care everybody crossover podcast available at the crossover podcast.com facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast we will be back later on in the week with our nfl picks as well so keep listening to those everybody and and watch out for more of our batman commentary series uh take care everybody Thank <laughs> you.